Hey friend, I am so excited you're here. I'm Marianne Anderson. You might know me from This Loud House on Instagram, and I have a secret to share with you. I'm not really an expert, but I have a ton of friends who are. And each week you can join us for inspiring, fun, and practical tips on how to decorate your home, organize your space, take care of your body, chase those dreams, rock that outfit you just got at Target. And girl, we're going to help you with what the heck to make for dinner too. This is the Life Sunny Side Up Podcast. Welcome. Hey, y'all. Today, I am sitting down with the beautiful Nicole Jacobs-Meyer. This woman is amazing. And she is going to be sharing her very brave story of the past year and what her life has been like. She's a mama of three little boys. Her husband is a physician. And over the past year, she has battled thyroid cancer, miscarriages, a hubby graduating from medical school, getting a job across the country, relocation. And Nicole is such an inspiration. Your heart will be so full. So get ready. This one is good. So if you love this episode, friend, I want you to do three things, okay? First, subscribe, and then that way you never miss an episode, and I'd love to hear your comments, so make sure you leave one of those too. And you can take a screenshot, and you can post it on Facebook and Instagram and share with your friends. Make sure that you tag me at This Loud House, and you can use the hashtag LifeSunnySideUpPodcast. Oh, you guys, what a fun episode this is going to be. Nicole, I don't even know how I started following you on Instagram, but you to me are just... Well, you're beautiful and you you just exude like strength and peace. And I was so attracted to what you were putting out. I feel like everybody kind of has all these same messages and yours was different. So I am... You're making me cry. (laughs) I'm just really honored that you're doing this interview and so much good stuff. So we're just going to dive in. And for our listeners who might not know who you are, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you for saying that. Good grief. My name is Nicole and I have a husband who is in his first year of pediatric residency. I have three little boys under the age of five and I have a crazy last six months and I'm still in the process of a lot. So do you want me to say everything? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and just like, let's just dissect the fact that you have three boys under the age of five. (laughs) This podcast right here is a miracle that this is happening. (laughs) I know. Um, And your husband going to be a pediatrician. I think that's so cool. I didn't realize that he was going to be a pediatrician. So basically we are going to talk about, I know the last six months of your life dealing with cancer. Mm -hmm. How old are you, Nicole? I'm 30. 30. And funny enough, Nicole and my mom actually had the same type of thyroid cancer, which was another reason I was like, oh my gosh, I have to talk to her. But my mom is a lot older. So anyway, let's, we're going to get to that. But what I would love to do is just share with us where you guys, because you've also gone through some like major things that are happening. And so (laughs) take us back a year ago and what was life like? And let's kind of start there. Okay. I actually had to write this down recently because there's so much and I kind of forget all that has happened. And I'm a very determined person and I want to get through the pain quickly. And so I don't really like to dwell much on the past, 
But with this, I need to. And that's the only way I'm going to be able to walk through it and heal. So a year ago, I started kind of feeling off. And I'm not the best person that, you know, is very in tune with her body. I don't really, I don't know how to explain it. I'm just like, not very worried about how I feel physically. But I started to have some like, weird stuff going on and just Mm. feeling exhausted and stressed and depressed and anxious. And just, I always had a sore throat, just kind of like weird things that I was thinking, man, why is this all happening to me? I had three little boys and my husband was traveling, trying to interview to get into his pediatric residency. So he was gone. I think all of October and November. So you're single mom in it. Yes. You're just thinking, no wonder I'm tired. Right. Like this is my life. Right. Mm -hmm. This is my husband's gone. I have three kids. Of course I'm tired. Of course I'm exhausted. So I didn't really think anything of it. And then November, my uncle passed away and he was like a father at times. He was one of my biggest supporters in just life in general. And Mm -hmm. he was a very successful family man, but I was just very close to him, even though we didn't like talk every day or anything. So he passed away in November and then it was like Christmas and, you know, like joyful, but like the morning, the loss. And then January rolls around and two of my kids ended up in the ER with that like horrible RSV virus thing. And so life was just crazy. (laughs) And Andrew was still traveling. That's my husband just in the midst of his res. I mean, in his fourth year of medical school, it was still like very busy. (laughs) And then March, I actually found out I was pregnant. Wow. So we were shocked, but yeah. at the same time, it's your fourth kid. How really shocked can you be? You know? Right. And you guys had had them really close together. Yes. And all of our boys are yeah. exactly 21 months apart. Oh my goodness, Nicole. So this baby would have actually been 21 months apart. So it was like our youngest turned one. And then that next month we would get pregnant. Mm. And so once we kind of wrapped around, like wrapped our minds around this, we were getting so excited. Yeah. So we thought, oh my goodness, this is so perfect. You know, we have these three beautiful boys. We're going to add a fourth. If it's a boy, it's a girl. So exciting. So it was the hope and the excitement and the expectation. Then the next, it was a couple, maybe two weeks after that, Mm -hmm. we went to Andrew's I don't even know what it's called. It's like the matching day, match day, where you find where you go. Yeah. So we went to that and we got matched in Charlotte. We were in Colorado. Yeah. And we ranked Colorado as our number one. And then Charlotte, North Carolina was our number two. And we really thought it was going to be Colorado. And we were like, what in the world? We're moving across the country now. What in the, what is happening? Wow. (laughs) So we matched and we started to wrap our minds around that and got so excited, you know, and just realized this is where God wants us. Then 
a couple weeks later, I miscarried and it was our first miscarriage completely devastated me. It was out of the blue. I have a lot of issues, but one of them was like not in the fertility realm. Mm -hmm. And it was so many weeks for you. I still don't officially know because there was so much leading up to it. Right. And so many ultrasounds and so like, you know, so much blood work, all the things if you've ever experienced, but we assumed it was like between the eight-ish weeks. So it was first trimester. That's not like degrading to any first trimesters. I totally understand, but it was, it was awful. And then two days later, we had to fly across the country to buy a house. Oh my gosh. And so I, I kept having these highs and these lows and these losses, but then these Mm -hmm. joys and like the excitement, I mean, like my, uh, my emotions were all All over over the place. place. Do you feel like you were able to really, I've had a miscarriage and I think that I didn't expect the morning that yeah. kind of happened. Do you feel like you were able to do that no. with everything going on? Not until recently. Yeah. Because then. <laughs> right, right. Guys, you cannot make this stuff up. This is I mean, just, this is unbelievable, really. Ridiculous. And you know, it's, it's not funny, but it's funny at the same time with how much has happened mm-hmm. in such a short time. And now, even talking to you now, it's like, gosh, even before we hopped on, I was thinking, I'm still in it. Like I'm right. still in the pain. I haven't arrived to mm-hmm. this great place of, mm-hmm. oh, I've already grieved and I've already like mourned and I'm at like such a great place now. Let's on to the next challenge. I am still like in the midst of it. And so it's very, it's still hard for me. Yeah. So we got the house, got, God worked out all the details in the house stuff, flew back home we started packing up. It was only like two months until graduation. We started packing up and just preparing our new life. And then I was playing with my oldest who was four at the time, but I was playing with him and he goes, what is that mommy? And I was like, what are you talking about kiddo? And he goes, what is that on your neck? And thankfully Andrew was home. And I was like, huh, that's, that's weird. I like looked in the mirror and Andrew was like, oh my goodness, you have like a huge lump on your neck. You need to go get that checked out. And I thought you're graduating from medical school in two weeks and we're moving across the country the day after. Right, right. So no. time for that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So in my head, I'm thinking, no, I'm fine. Like that's always been my thing. I mean, all of us, right? Sure, I'm fine. fine. Yeah. with it. (laughs) And as moms, I think we, we just say that a lot because sometimes we have no other option than to power through mm-hmm. and to like, we, we have other people besides ourselves to think about and that's most important. And we put ourselves on the back burner because our kids, our spouse, our families, our job, like everything else is more important. Right. So my husband, of course, being in the medical field, <laughs> Said no, babe. You know, you're going to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. And I'm wondering, Nicole, where, because I feel like you kind of have, and you're so humble about it, but you do have the superpower where you're able to 
get just power through, it seems, with a great attitude and maybe not even process the bad that's happening, which might be like a catch-22. But where does that come from? Did your parents teach you that? Is that Have you always had that ability, do you think? I actually asked my mom about this a while ago because I think after everything, I was thinking that that was a bad quality in myself to power through things instead of walking through it slowly so I can learn and grow in the process because that's where growth happens is in the process. I've had a very difficult life. This is not my first year of craziness. And so because I have walked through hard things with God, yeah, this was not unknown territory. It was unknown because I've never walked through it slowly. I've never walked through pain slowly. Which I'm sure was terrifying because it's you're yes. vulnerable all of a sudden, yes. right? The so this time was different. And this time was very hard because you can't power yeah. through things because you can't control anything. That has been so hard for me. And I think everybody in general. <laughs> yeah. You're like, we're still in it, but I love that you say we're still in it and I'm still here and I'm still yeah. finding joy and we'll get to that. But let's go back to your son finds this. How, how does Andrew convince you that, Hey babe, you really need to go and check. Yeah. Out? I don't have time to go to the doctor. Are you kidding me? Andrew was still working crazy hours. I have these three little kids, right? They're, they weren't all in preschool. I had no breaks. And so I was like, no, we're not doing this. So I actually called this thing called Dispatch Health. Oh my God. And they are in random cities in the country, I guess. I don't even know. I just got the app one day. (laughs) And my friend said that it's basically like a doctor coming to you. It's like mainly targeted for the elderly and for moms. Interesting. So I called them and they came, thankfully, and they were like, I, we can't do all this blood work and neck ultrasounds. Right. Like we can't do that. So we're going to try to get you to a doctor. Mm-hmm. And at the time, of course, I didn't have a doctor right? <laughs> because <laughs> I don't go to the doctor. <laughs> Do you have your babies at home? Did you have them? No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was you go pregnant. for the labor. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was pregnant or nursing for the last right. five years. Right. So I was just going to the OB, but they yeah. don't do neck ultrasounds. <laughs> right, right. They're like, yeah, we do ultrasounds. Yeah. Not there. Not there, Nicole. <laughs> so thankfully, I got in with a family med doctor who I've never seen. Mm-hmm a week later. So now we are a week until graduation oh My goodness. and waiting a week to figure out what this little lump is. You know, I've, I had everything. Everyone was trying to stay really positive because we had a ton of stuff going on, obviously. Sure. You know, we just thought, oh, you just, your thyroid's off. Like that's thyroid area. Your yeah. thyroid must be off. So long story short, I go in to the doctor. They're like, your thyroid probably is off. Let's just get the blood work. Why don't you go get your neck ultrasound neck Mm -hmm. thing and do that tomorrow night and we can just figure this out. So I was like, great. No big deal. Of course, I went to all the appointments by myself. I dropped the kids off with a friend. (laughs) I'm just doing this whole thing by myself. Like, no big deal. (laughs) Right. And 
then the blood work came back normal, which Andrew and I knew something was off because of course, if it's your thyroid and your levels are all off, you just take your meds, you're fine. But it was like perfect. Did your stomach kind of drop a little bit at that moment? Yeah, I was like, um, I have something going on. And we both just kind of had that feeling. And then the next morning, the doctor called and said, I need to talk to you and your husband as soon as possible. So we waited for Andrew to get off of work, drop kids off at a friend's house, went to the doctor and they said, I'm so sorry, you have cancer, you need surgery, you need like months of recovery, you need Mm -hmm. treatment all this stuff. And by the way, we're moving next week. So, I mean, it was, it was just devastating. And probably like, this isn't real. Like I need to wake up. Right. I mean, or I don't know how, how would you even process that? Unfortunately, I didn't process it very well. I wish I could say that I was like, all right, let's just, God is so good. He's got me. Let's do this. But like, you know, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. And I was Mm -hmm not speaking very good things over that situation. And my husband was like, he was probably more realistic and processing Mm -hmm. in a very healthy way. He's just so perfect. (laughs) Literally, he is like the best man in the world. And he just processes like things so well. So he was, you know, very tearful and asking the doctor a lot of questions. And, sure. and I'm sitting there just like cussing and like, what am I going to do? Where are we? Like, give me all the to-do lists. Like, give me the checklist. Make this for me. Like, what are we doing here? You're not even crying. This is like... No, I, I, Andrew was the sad one. Wow. That is so interesting. Kind of like, I'm mad that I have to deal with this right now. Yeah. Or, Yeah. I was just kind of, I was so frustrated mm-hmm. and thinking, are you serious? After all of this year, are you serious? This is what's happening. Wow. Yeah. And, and you so, guys are moving in two weeks or a week. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. It was not good timing. I mean, it's never good timing, obviously, sure. to find out you have cancer, but that was just like a joke at that point. <laughs> yeah. And that's interesting how, you know, the emotions that happened, you know, and maybe just because that's been your mechanism to cope that, okay, I don't have to deal with this, but I'm kind of pissed yeah. off. I have to deal with this, you know? Yeah. So you guys move right to Charlotte. And yeah. I remember you guys waiting on insurance. Like you couldn't even schedule the surgery. Yes. Right. Because Andrew was starting. And I mean, that alone having to deal with insurance and all that junk is not fun. Right. And you're moving across the country. It was so stressful because he started his intern year the day before I had surgery, Wow! but it didn't kick in until like a week before that. But I had so many appointments and biopsies and blood work and ultrasounds and all this stuff leading up to that, that was just out of pocket. So gosh, it was very stressful. Yeah. Do you think because you've always been able to power through this, and I know you said that you feel like maybe that was a weakness, but I don't know, Nicole, if the average person could have actually, they would, I would have had a mental breakdown. I mean, the strength and weakness kind of thing. Don't you feel like it really helped you hold it together, especially, you know, during those couple of weeks? Yes. I actually Mm -hmm. was 
reading something a couple of weeks ago and God totally spoke into yeah. my life and said, if you were not determined and fierce, the way that I created you was mm. to be determined and fierce. That's powerful. And if that's not what you were right now, you would have never been able to endure yes. this yeah. trial. And so I was just like weeping because it's hard, you know, when hard things come, you want to place blame on someone mm-hmm. just so that you feel a little bit better. I was doing that with God a lot, but also myself, Mm -hmm. like I'm a healthy person. What is this? And, you know, this is a horrible coping mechanism and I can't, you know, I can't get through this. And there was a lot of weakness in my own, you know, spirit in life. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was only a couple of weeks ago that I really felt, oh my goodness, this was so from the Lord that he ingrained these things. In me at a young age, he knew before I was even born that this is something that I was going to endure. And he placed those characteristics in me. God doesn't want to change who he made us in the beginning. He just wants us to change our lives, to love him more and to serve him and to humble ourselves and, you know, take up our own crosses. But I mean, those are things in us that we, have when we are so young and it came out and I'm thankful that I tried to be determined when I could. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, it was like your whole life was leading up to this, you know, in a way all of to this battle. Hey guys. So if you never want to miss a podcast or any of the scoop that's going on around here, go to www.thisloudhouse.com and subscribe to our newsletter. You get all the fun freebies that I send out and you can join our amazing community. Again, it's www.thisloudhouse.com and subscribe. So you had surgery and I remember watching the whole thing and on your Instagram and, oh, it was intense and the recovery was not easy. And then of course Mm -hmm. you did the radioactive iodine, which having to do that, you know, being away from your kids and, and so where are you right now as far as your cancer? I am still not in remission, Okay, which I'm really mad about, but that's a whole nother thing. Mm It's like that in between stage. Mm-hmm. Everything is slow, and like I'm waiting to see yes, what happens. So, so much waiting, Ugh. and I really thought when I got diagnosed, I was thinking, "All right, we're going to get a surgeon. He's going to slice my neck open, get this cancer out. We're good to go. Done. Done. Yeah, like moving on, right?" And it has been the longest process. And so this last appointment, I was thinking, all right, I'm going to be in remission. Like everything's going to be great. I mean, my blood works off. My meds are off. I am not in remission yet. And I won't be really ever declared cancer free because mm-hmm. like statistically, that's not like a hundred percent true right? ever, but it's so, so, so small but they won't say I'm quote unquote in remission or, you know, move on with your life until my next neck ultrasound comes back clear. And that's at the end of December. So 
So, so, so much waiting, which how has this affected your faith? And, and I have some other questions about that. But yeah, how has this, how has your relationship with God changed? Has it changed? I'd love to hear about that. Yes, it definitely has changed. I think I'm still working through all of that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I'm there and that, oh, you know, God got me through and I am just like so thankful and praise the Lord. We are, you know, over this. I mean, I am very grateful for things that God has done along the way and I'm a work in progress just like everyone else, but there's still a lot of hard things that I'm trying to walk through. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I grew up in a Christian family and so it's hard to go from the felt boards, the memorizing John three sixteen, right. you know, the vacation Bible schools to all of a sudden moving across the country, having kids, miscarriages, loss, and oh, cancer diagnosis in such a short time. And mm. how do you even how do you even deal with that? And so yeah. there's just been a lot of hard questions, but the main thing that I always go back to is yes, it's a process. Yes, there's so much growth in that process. Yes, God has been with me every step of this whole thing. And just from finding the best surgeon that I could have ever asked for, finding the people here surrounding us as a community in a place that we knew no one. And it's like, unbelievable how he placed specific people in our lives to love on our family. And the community on Instagram was ridiculous. I hate yeah. that app, but I love it because right. of this. Like I know. I know. <laughs> oh it's my gosh. Amazing. Oh. Right? Like the love and the outpour and the GoFundMe accounts and the meals. Yeah. And I mean, oh my goodness, it was amazing. But the main thing I always have to go back to is do I believe that God mm-hmm. is good? or not. And I have to decide that every single day, am I going to believe that God is good or not? Because that changes absolutely everything throughout my day. Mm. And it changes my perspective. It changes my questions that I'm asking. Because if I don't really like being told what to do, (laughs) and I'm sure I'm not the only one out there like that. (laughs) Right. You know, do you do Enneagram or do you, are you into that or no? What's I feel your- like because of all the change that's been happening, I have no idea who I am. Right. You're like, <laughs> I don't even know. But last time I took it, I was an eight. Okay. Which somebody told me that's the one you never want to be if you're a girl. Oh, and wow. I okay. like laughed because I'm like, I'm an eight. So of course I'm going to laugh about that. Right. <laughs> like, I'm awesome. <laughs> The best one, people. Hello. I know. I'm the determined. Like, let's do this. (laughs) Let's just do this. That is hilarious. What would you say? So I'm sure you have something as an eight to say about this. No. Um, To, to, because this is the thing, Nicole, that I love about you. And I remember watching your stories and you were so vulnerable. Like you're locked in this room. You're about to go through the, you know, process of, radioactive iodine and all of that entails. And here you are in front of thousands of people taking us through this journey. And I was just like hooked because I'm like, this woman is so 
beautiful for sharing this with people and for being so vulnerable. And, you know, you would have days where you're like, I feel good. I put my makeup on and this is awesome. (laughs) And then I know you would have days where you were like, yeah, not good today. Like, and I remember when you were like pissed about the cancer and I'm like, wow, I love this. This is not just like unicorns and rainbows and whatever. It's real. What do you have to say? Cause we have a lot of most of the women that listen to this are moms. They're, you know, some many going through stuff and life isn't always happy and perfect and you can be positive all you want. And I do believe in the positive attitude, but life is still going to happen. So what do you say to, what do you, what do you have to say about that? That's what I want to know. What do you have to say about that? To women in hard places. Yeah. I am right there with you as somebody who has walked through more than just this. And, you know, I do want to say something about the whole Instagram world too. And thank you for saying that for me being real and all that. But I would say it's still really hard to communicate how I'm feeling because Mm -hmm. of the way I look, you know, like my Mm -hmm. scars healing. I got my blonde hair back. (laughs) Your hair is looking slamming. You know, I got some mascara on. I'm just like, just because I quote unquote look okay, Mm -hmm. doesn't mean I feel that way. And that is true for so many of us. And if we could just be real with our emotions, with our feelings, with our questions, and know that it's okay to cry, to get angry, Mm -hmm. to go to counseling, to have a girl's night, to, you know, relax, to be so unbelievably devastated and frustrated, like to have all the emotions. I just feel like we know what we need and we forget that. And it's not in things. It's not in people. Mm -hmm. It is in our foundation with God. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to our faith is not a feeling. You cannot base your circumstances and your pain and these trials that you are facing on a day-to-day basis, blaming God and questioning your faith because your faith is not feelings or your circumstances. Wow. And that is something that I have never learned until now, to be honest. And it's been so hard for me to have that joy that is not circumstantial mm-hmm. and have that faith that in, in deciding that God is good, regardless of what is right. happening around me. And oh girl, I have asked all the questions and God is probably like, what? Like this girl, oh, wow. that girl like I love her, but oh my goodness. Yeah. 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 I love it. <laughs> and He's there. Yeah. Don't you think, Nicole, that when you do that and you make that decision every day, then that's, that's a true positive attitude. Like it's not just, I'm going to be happy today, but that (laughs) it's got to come from somewhere. And so that changes everything. Don't you think? Right. Cause I can be happy that I'm, you know, going to go get coffee with a friend, but that has nothing to do with your deep joy in the Lord. Yeah. That's kind of far-fetched, you know. I'm happy that I can eat a candy bar, but that has nothing to do with joy. Joy and happiness are so different. Yeah. 
And it's hard to, you know, when you are on social media and you are portraying the joy of the Lord, sometimes it does feel fake because we've misconstrued happiness for Mm -hmm. joy forever. And you can be like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm acting happy when I have cancer. And that's weird. (laughs) So it's very much like a day to day walk with the Lord and knowing, Mm -hmm. just going back to knowing who he is. And that is, that is huge for me too. If, if you don't know who you are and who he is, when you are walking through the fire, you're not going to last. And I'm sorry if that's like super blunt and or like hurtful or whatever, because people get so freaking offended these days. <laughs> hey girl, preach it. But I'm saying like, you can't be questioning who you are because right. you need to know who you are. And you can't be questioning who God is because he's not changing. Mm. And I got convicted of that so much. And, and I still do, to be yeah. honest, like, you know, depending on circumstances and things going on, it's so hard. The Christian walk is so hard, mm. but we have the rock, the one that remains and yeah. will be there every time. Cause while you are drowning, at least you have somebody that is pulling you out. Pulling you up. Wow. Do you have any regrets through this whole process? I know that's kind of a loaded question. I would say how angry I get. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, like I'm telling you, I questioned so much and I got so angry so much. And I just was like, I couldn't have that peace and that yeah. rest because I was so antsy and I just wanted questions. I just wanted answers and I just wanted to like get through this crap. Mm. But that's not how it is. You don't yeah. just plow through something like that and expect to learn. <laughs> right, right. And, and sometimes I feel like when the more you dig in and try and plow through, the slower it goes, you know? Yes. <laughs> it's just not going to happen that way. Was right. Andrew surprised at the anger that came out? Like, had he ever seen that side of you? Oh, yeah. He, he yeah. knows me. <laughs> he knew that so well. Oh, man. How did your, did you guys tell your kids what, I know they're super young, but how did you handle motherhood during this time? I told Wesley, because Wesley is the oldest and he's five. I told him, you know, thank you so much, buddy, yeah. for finding mommy's thing on her neck because you helped me go to the doctor and get it out. So thank you so much. But we tried to make it, I don't want to say a whole positive because it wasn't a positive experience, but tried to make them not worry. Right. Because that was the biggest thing. I wanted their little hearts to be protected through it Mm. and not have this worry that mommy's not going to be okay. Like when Mm. I said goodbye to them before I went to surgery, I was a disaster. Oh, I can imagine. And I had to wipe my tears Mm. and go up to them and say, I love you so much. Have so much fun with Nana and Papa. Pray for mommy. I will see you in a couple days. I can't wait to see you. And then in the car, I just lost it. Lost. I can't even talk about it. I was going to start crying right now. But like, I wanted their hearts to be protected in Mm -hmm. it all because that's what moms do. Yeah, that's what moms do. And what a story. Holy cow. 
they're going to have to learn about their mom <laughs> one day. I mean, that's going to be an interesting yeah. conversation. But I, I still cry. Like, I will still be on my knees in yeah. the middle of the playroom crying mm. because of things that we are walking through still. And my kids will be like, what's wrong, mommy? And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? We all just have days. You cry. I cry. But you know what? We love Jesus. It's going to be fine, babe. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to be all right. (laughs) And luckily, I mean, I, you know, it's crazy that they're that young, but in a way it is a blessing that, you know, their hearts were able to be protected. Cause I think about like my oldest is 13 and yeah, it's just, it's a lot for them. Oh yeah. You know, and you guys can follow Nicole. Do you have a blog too? I do. It's embracingchaosblog.com. Okay. And then of course your Instagram, which is how we know each other. But I would love to hear, do you have some future plans? I know you had thought (laughs) about a podcast and... I know. I was crazy. Literally. I was like, this girl is, man, she's on it. (laughs) I know for anyone that doesn't follow me, (laughs) I was... Like cancer was not going to stop me. <laughs> you decorated that house so fast. I was like, what? Uh, but then I was forced. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I don't do anything. <laughs> as far as plans, I was thinking about doing the whole podcast thing a while ago, just because I thought, man, there are so many hard things that people are going through. Yeah. And I would love to talk about those things and how you can walk through them with faith because I'm not the only one that has hardships. Guess what? Mm -hmm. Every single person does. And my story is not harder or, you know, less than than anyone else's. It's all just our stories and a part of God's work and God's plan. I don't know. So I'm still, I don't know about that. It seems like a big commitment. (laughs) But I do love, I do love writing. And so writing has been very therapeutic and Mm -hmm. I could see myself writing a book someday because like I said, this isn't the first hard thing that I've walked through. And so there's things that I'm learning now that I so wish I knew the, when I went through the fire when I was younger and, mm. you know, through different battles in different areas of my life. But I don't know, guys, just follow me on Instagram and I'll tell you on there. <laughs> yeah. And you'll be entertained and inspired. And I mean, how your house looks like that with three boys, five and under, I have two and oh, I can't even imagine having a third. Yeah, they're crazy. And so so messy and so funny and oh man I love them and so cute all blonde hair it's so cute oh my gosh so great well Nicole I just appreciate you for being open and honest and I appreciate you so much so thanks for chatting today and you guys yeah go follow is it embracing chaos still at Instagram I changed my name yeah I was like I think you changed your name I was like I, I don't know why the whole embracing chaos thing is like cutesy and whatever but I just wanted to be me. After all this, I just want to be me. So I am Nicole.JacobsMeyer. <laughs> Perfect. That's Perfect. it. Just and me. I think there's like a little tag under there or something, embracing chaos or something. I yeah, know. I still have my blog under there. Yeah, yeah. So you guys definitely go follow Nicole because you just, uh, your heart will be full and blessed and all the things. So, You're so thanks, sweet. my friend. For Thank you all. <laughs> 
Hey, y'all. So if you would like to join our community on Facebook, we have a special group just for you. You can continue the conversation off the podcast online. Simply join the Life Sunny Side Up podcast group. Just search in your groups. It'll come up and I will be so excited for you to be a part of this amazing community.